Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 89. That's an incredible number because Dave the Body Regina was born in 1989. I am here with the entire crew, Michael the Show Pirelli, Claudio the Voice Valenzuela, and Justin Satchel, Simpy Sanchez, a.k.a. The Intern. My brothers, how the hell are you? We're back for another week. Very good. Feeling tight as always. (laughs) <laughs> did you see my new thing in the morning? I did the double tap. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. I'm trying to figure out a little calling card because you like have that. the come on. And, and now and it's that, freezing. And I do that because I'm freezing in the morning. Now that I haven't done the finger roll come on, a lot of people, they want it. Yeah, you got to keep them wanting they more. They want it. Yeah. I don't. It, it's just a natural finger. I don't know. What do you, when are you going to hit him with it? Is there like a big... I don't know. Well, now that we spoke on it, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it sometime soon. Okay. So, um, so if you don't follow, go follow Instagram, which... <laughs> Is pumping because someone, one of us, which I didn't even realize, has egg in their name. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Regina <laughs> uh, popped an egg yes. in his bicep. And uh, if you haven't watched it, if you live under a rock, it's gone super viral. 100 milli. People are still reaching out to me and like, that's Dave, right? Yes. And I'm like, that is absolutely Dude, Dave. It's so bizarre, too, because we went from, you know, 15,000 on the Instagram, which was great. Like, today, there's 18.5,000. Like, it's just weird. It's just weird for nothing, for absolutely and nothing. I was getting texts from people like, so good to see all your guys' hard work paying off <laughs> yeah, this hat because they don't the know <laughs> that the egg is getting us to the top. Yes, the egg will take us to, yeah, I was thinking about that. Dave Reg. Regagina. Regagina. <laughs> just do an R dash egg yes. and then. Ina. Um, Regina. I, I listened back to the last episode. I will say sometimes CV is right. It was about 40 minutes before we got into the topic because yes. we were talking about our tight pod bods. But let's go right there. Pod bod. I, lo- I like what you're doing. I see you. I see you. I just don't know if three exercises is enough. So the let me preface this. They don't want me to work out, David. They don't want me to work we out. St- so last night I get home. I'm spitting already. Last night I get home. It's nine o'clock at night, right? Whatever, seven, eight, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I round it up. Say it's eight o'clock, whatever. I go down to the basement to check out all the work that's done throughout the day. I always do that. I do a walkthrough, right? Very good. Make sure nothing's effed up. Just see the progress. Make sure people are actually doing stuff. We call that proggy. Proggy. So I go in the basement. My men uh, who are doing the HVAC system, the central air, took literally everything and threw it on top of my gym equipment. Okay? <laughs> so I am I have a video, which I'll send to CV. I did a pan. You can't even see the bench. That's they hilarious. threw, I'm not exaggerating, maybe 20 cases of boxes, like just random toiletries from our little uh, Costco <laughs> room on top of my equipment. So in my head, I'm like, they don't want me to work out, Dave. <laughs> they don't want me they to work out. They don't want me to work out. So I did some work. I came back down at 9.30 at night. Okay. Cleared it out. Tried to organize it nice just to send him a message like, the gym is open, bud. <laughs> like, Jim Miguel does not close for construction. So that was a, a mental win. Okay. And then this morning, it was even sweeter when I was spreading out in my basement gym. Lifting. I like those exercises. That one isolation is a good one. Did you catch the angles? Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mind Pump is my, they're my trainers. They don't know. You said one of them looked like me. Which one? Uh, the, the bald dude looks like you. Yeah? Yeah. You got uh, better body. Don't no, tell him though. His no. name's Adam. No, no. He's, he's, he's probably my favorite. The older he's guy. He's rippy. He's, he's super rippy. So there's, it's funny. There's three personalities, right? And I'll be quick with this. Main guy is like the scientist, right? He's yep. very like you. He's very, the second guy was a, a reformed bodybuilder. That now is more like a lifestyle, works out, I looks say great. Reform priest or something. Oh no. <laughs> Third guy is also a bodybuilder, but very laid back, right? Okay. Very chill. So I connect with the second guy who's you. So basically you're my trainer inadvertently through this other guy. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> if you I follow love it. that. I love the consistency, man. That's what that's what it's all about. Three exercises. Here's my thought process. Start mm-hmm. with the three as a base. Yep. And I'm doing uh different um body parts, right? Bro splitting. Yep. So I can get, I'm working, I'm practicing, I'm enjoying the process, which is the theme yes. of getting my form down so that I can build strength and a nice base for cutting in the future. Mm. And my thought is if I do say, for example, biceps today, which I did, 
if I'm feeling great, roll it right into a tricep. So I will combine those two days into one day. But right now I'm focusing on the practice of focusing on perfect form with an easy split with only three workouts for a couple weeks. I like it. Listen, anything that you're doing consistently, I believe, will end up in progress. So I don't think this will be your end goal to get to 10%, but this is a great foundation. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, maybe. maybe it is. He starts wearing like a, a sauna suit while he's doing it. The only other thing that I've incorporated are called trigger sessions. Again, shout out Mind Pump, my trainers. <laughs> um, trigger sessions are basically their theory is that if, say, you work out today with biceps, throughout the day, abandon the office, which I can absolutely do, you just hit a couple, get a little blood flow and help with recovery, help it uh, build muscle because you're pumping more blood through it, but you're not fatiguing it. You're just getting blood through it. Just you know nice when they say pump. lift your leg when you roll an ankle to get yes. blood through it? That's yep. recovery. So this guy's theory hmm. is that those days, which even tomorrow when it's recovering, just hit a couple. Okay. Just hit a couple throughout the day. I see it. And I'm like, I like this. This is like unorthodox. And it's doable with my schedule. Like, if I'm early to an appointment, you get the band. Boom, boom. You know? Boom, boom. So I'm very excited where I'm at. I'm locked in. I don't know if you've seen it. That's what what it matters. Locked in. All that matters. (laughs) Bang. Let's not get canceled. (laughs) So, how have you been? I mean, 22 for 22 last time I saw. 26 for 26 today. Your pull ups, a little shaky. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're great form. They're great form. Can you. you do. A closed pull-up. So I've been trying to do strict bicep. That's easier for me. Is it? Yeah. But you don't. You're not supposed to engage the back, though. Right. That's the. It's like the squat for your bicep. Yeah. The uh, the difference with my pull-ups compared to most people is I do military style pull-ups. It, break um, it down. Where I keep my feet a little bit in front of my body. Yeah, you're kind of stiff. And I point, but the, one most gyms don't have a pull-up bar high enough. Where right? You get what I'm Jim saying? Jim McGill. That's one of the you things. You have to I'm put your my head feet on behind. The right. So it's, it's a problem. Uh, so this gym is nice because now I can get full extension, right? And I can really explode up. But my feet are in front, toes pointed up towards my shins like that. And that's how I crank tension. out my pull-ups. You keep tension and what tight. That, but what that does is completely removes my lower extra- extremities from the pull-up. And Isolate. I really get to engage my my uh, biceps and back. I'm going to try to ask more questions in 2022 because I feel like you <laughs> sandbag us. You give I, us what you do, but you don't give us why. By giving the us science. why you do it, yep. you'll convince me because usually you've been right so far, which <laughs> pisses me off. Yeah, but the the amount of pull-ups that I do, there's they're not great to do every day because like I feel a little something in my elbow, you know, here and there. A twinge. Um, so I'm working I'm working them like every other day, but it's just a great warm up. Uh, that I, I love to do. So my warm-up I do every day. Your warm-up is like my full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just push-ups and pull-ups, though, to, to to get going. So for trigger sessions, they were talking. It, they have these five-minute segments, which I love because that's my attention span. A couple five minutes in between yep. showings, driving in the car. It's like, you know, how to get better at pull-ups, how to get better at squat, whatever it is. The theory is when you pass a doorway, like you were saying, you know, if you have a pull-up bar, just – Again, trigger session. Just practice the the action of it, yes. and your body will get... It's like a golf swing. It's just reps, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't do too much. We're going to be too sore, so your form breaks. But every once in a while, just hit a nice form one. Hit a nice form one but where it becomes second nature, and you're training the mind-muscle connection. Yep. I got to put you on. I think you'll like this dude. Um, his name is Jeff Cavalier. Great. And, yeah. And he... Uh, it might even be Cavalier. I don't know. So athlete, no, that's the, athlete the Hills X. girl. Athlete oh, X. I like him. I, he, I see a guy called with fake uh, weights in a couple of episodes. No. That's what they say. He's not that strong. He's just he just puts yeah. the, he puts the science back in everything. So another to your point, I'm trying to stay focused on one trainer. Yes, because when you get conflicting evidence, so I'm riding or dying with mind pump. I like that. Ride or die, mind pump. I can't wait to meet them in the future. So what'd you do with Big Boy? Big Boy's the best. (laughs) His science is not really bad. (laughs) He overtrains. He just picks things up. He was unsustainable. I love him. But it, for I look at his body and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Like I'll die before I get to that weight. Um, but uh, I still love him. Shadow Big Boy. He's yeah, one of my man. favorites. Uh, yeah, no. So listen, I'm not. I, I don't have any plan in mind. If I can get to the room, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on the day, I'm getting there. What is is there an exercise? I'm always curious about your your weak points. You, an exercise that you're like in 2022. I want to get better at this exercise. My problem is I have so many of them. <laughs> That I haven't done. Uh, but see, I love all my, I love compound movements. Yeah, but like, like, is there something that you're like, ah, this is probably the weakest of so all the, of them? I mean, the, my back squat, it's not weak. It just doesn't, I, I don't, 
I don't like doing it, so I moved to a front squat. You don't like doing it because you had back. Because of my issue. back. Yeah, gotcha. and it, it genuinely does not feel good. Um, same thing on a deadlift, right? Like, you know, so I was you know, playing around with, with 315 the other day just to... See how he throws I, I'm that not being there, funny. Right? I'm not being I funny. Even, I don't even have 315 in weights. <laughs> but, it, you know, on a deadlift, that's not really a lot, especially for guys our size. But listen, so I was, you know, picking it up, and I did probably eight reps just to, you know, really get the blood flowing but then i had to drop back down to 225 and do it for 20 reps drop back because down. because it just feels so much better i feel like i'm training for 20 reps yeah Okay. I just feel like on those movements with my, you know, my back issues, I'm sitting down at a desk most of the day. I get up, I walk around, but it's just not, it, it's not a, um, a longevity based thing if I'm going super heavy like that. Yeah. Right. So I, it's funny though. I was thinking the other, and the reason why I did it was because I used to have this t-shirt and it was called the thousand pound club. Right. Yeah. And, yeah I know. And, and this was, this was when I was back at King. So I was nowhere close to the thousand pound club. It was almost a joke. Yeah. Um, and then we had a 1250 pound club that some of the guys were in too. And basically it's the three X, the three compound, the three main compound movements, bench, deadlift, squat, add those three up. And if you're at a thousand pounds, that's a cool, you're goal. in the thousand pound club. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to make sure that I was still in the thousand pound club. That's why I picked up the still in it. Yeah. Still yeah, in yeah. It. That's why. I so has it was your breakdown for the thousand pounds? Uh, so I was three fifty. On a bench press, Jesus Christ! Right, um, it sounds absurd. Take the math. What was the what was the math here? Three fifty. Three fifty. I could do it in my head. I mean, three numbers. Um, a three fifteen squat, six sixty five, and then I finished with what? So what is that? Three six sixty five. Seventy five. Oh, like left. That. Uh, six sixty five yeah. would be yeah, yeah, and that's how I finished. And what on, on a, a squat? Deadlift. Oh, a deadlift. deadlift. Yeah. And I, I was pissed because I'm like, all right, now I have to do it for one. So 335. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yes. Because I had the three big uh, three big plates on it and then um, a 10 on each side. And it looked super funny because I couldn't find a rubber 10. So I had the big rubber plates on the 45 and then a regular 10. You're talking about a guy who puts dumbbells on his <laughs> but <legs>. I, I <laughs> Which I think there's an opportunity to make a, a, a hybrid modular. Ooh. They do, but not to the one the, the thing I'm thinking. Yep. But I'm not wasting my time with that shit anymore. <laughs> Pardon my French. No, I, the um, no. So I was actually pissed about it because I'm like, damn, I should have put three seventy five on the bench press to take a little bit more away from my uh, yeah, use my the, squat. Yeah, but yeah. then you don't want to blow a you know a peck. No, well, but I think you got three seventy five in the back. Yeah. Point being, locked in diet's been great. I've been eating my calories mm. <clears throat> consistently, and I'm finding that I have more leeway. Because I'm consuming more, but I'm also lifting heavy yep. and getting my movements in. I'm also walking a lot more because of the the real estate market. Have you ever looked at your number of calories that you burn um, day to day? And yeah, that's like on I the in body watch, thing. But it's no, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like twenty one something. So, see, mine is like thirty six or thirty seven hundred. Yeah, you, I see. I need to get up there. It's crazy. My uh, muscle was at like one oh four and a half. Uh, my Muscle was 104 and a half. Yep. So next time I weigh in, I'm going to focus on the muscle and make sure that's going up. Just see. But everything still fits. So I'm yep. like, I'm eating a, a weight like triple what I usually eat, and I'm hitting my protein goals like pretty easily. Easy. Easy. So money. I would imagine that when I go back, the body fat percentage might not move, but my muscle should go up. Which is good. That's good. What, you have like 120 pounds of muscle or something? Something like that. I would love to get 110 before I do the cut. That's doable. Because that would be a nice, like, 110, and then... Yep. And when I say cut, I mean, I'm just going to be, you know? <laughs> it's funny, though. So sh shout out my wife, Karina, because <laughs> she, um, you know, we've had, like, this little, you know, not a competition, but, you know, secret, secretly it's a competition. She's worked out, like, 20 days on the year. She's a beast. She, she's I hate it. to say that. I think she's the hardest worker she, in the room. Oh, like, absolutely. She's a beast, dude. Don't say that, Michael. Never in your life. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I wanted to know your opinion on this. So I, uh, as we're going to talk through enjoying, uh, enjoying the process, if yep. you will, right? embracing, enjoying all yep. the, all the above I've added, especially for the body fat percentage, I've added things along the way to give me like some motivation. Okay. And this is really booking trips, the concept of booking trips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I like it. I so, like it. um, I got a couple of trips coming up that are adding additional motivation, right? Um, headed down to Vegas in March. For the Pac-12 tournament Sick. with two No Snooze alums, Marky Carter and Frank Kepnong for Oregon men's basketball. When are you going to um, be hired as assistant coach over there? You know, it might be in the works. Just, slash just recruiter. Just in the hat on. <laughs> but trainer. so I'm like, well, I can't be in Vegas like looking like, you know, 
all schleppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be tight. Right. So then, I'd be the guy like tight with the shirt. <laughs> I'm not tight. And me. we're we're that that I don't I don't know if I could say this, but I'm not paying for that trip. When is it? Not, it's not saying March. So it's pretty close. That's really close. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get to eight before that? No, no, no. I just got to stay nice and tight. I mean, you could. I could, but I got to just stay nice and tight. Okay. Um, then in April, we just booked as a, as a family a Puerto Rico trip. Because I'm like, okay, now I can't take my foot off the gas because it's very easy to come back from Vegas. And then a couple weeks later, you know, like, ah, yeah, no, but I'm going to be on a beach. I want people to think I'm Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? He had a big catch. Dude, Great those catch. games were incredible. I only caught the very end of both. Oh, but that I, was the best part. The best that was part. all you needed. I think I figured it out. That's all you Madagascar, needed. Madagascar, Libby goes to bed, watch the end. <laughs> I am going, uh, this is an early one here. Chiefs, Niners. Chiefs with the win, 27, 20. A good, it's Put good. it in the books. That's good. All right. Um, so then, yes, then Puerto Rico. And then we have a, at the end of the summer, we booked, um, or that's July, a big family trip down to Orlando to show, oh, you know, that's fun. Callie and the kids, uh, Disney World. Amazing. So it, it was an added motivation. You save us some as, cash for that. As we were, uh, sorry, go <laughs> listen, ahead. Listen. Not to be negative. Uh, I know. That's how you know you're getting old is it's, when you're, as you say a fun trip like that. And I'm like, <laughs> it's talk true. about that, Bill. It, it's so true. Um, but as you then said, okay, let's talk about enjoying the process. I was like, all right, specifically for my, for my body. You know, my body goal, that's... It makes you enjoy yes, it. Yes, exactly. To to. Exactly. I like that. Um, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Like, mm. Sometimes that works for me, sometimes it spend doesn't. All, well, the worst thing is if I just spend all the money on these trips and then I just blow up like a, you know... Yeah, then know. you're, you're <laughs> 25% my at fat. the place. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, now I'm broke. Let's not now, throw around percentages, now, okay? Because when now, you throw around <laughs> an example percentage and it's within... Two percent of daddy over here. That doesn't make me listen, feel good. I'm just listen. It's not about. Being but I wear it well. I wear it well better than anyone's ever worn it. I'm just not trying to be. Fat I'm the and broke t- in I'm the most ripped twenty percent plus person you've ever seen. All right, let's That's let's true. clarify that. That is true. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners thirty percent off by entering the code No Snooze thirty. Again, that's no snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Um, yeah, so let's jump. I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, let's, let's go right let's into go it. Let's go right into you it. You know what? I, I like what you did there where you're putting something in the future that you're working towards, something to look forward to. We have a nice trip to Florida coming up. Beautiful. Uh, February the 5th to 10th or something. So it's around the corner. Yep. Something to look forward to. I've been so just in it. With the renovations, real like we had a bunch of new listings come on, negotiating deals, basically work through the holidays. I got to a point where I don't know what it was a point, but I was just everything was blurring together, right? Mm-hmm. Was enjoying it, enjoying the process, but everything was blurring together. I realized that I was really enjoying Livy and like I was having a blast when I came home from work. I was looking forward to come home. You know, I was taking the time before her bedtime, put the phone down from like five to seven thirty cook her dinner, help Dana cook her dinner, whatever, play with her, and then put her to sleep. Like I was telling Dana, like, I want to put her to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wake her up in the morning. So I've been really enjoying that, but I'm like, I don't remember stuff well. And I was like, I want to remember things. Like there's people ask me stuff and I'm like, we talked about that. And then they get mad at me because I'm like, but it's because while you're talking to me, I'm like, I'm late for something else. Thinking of the next thing. Yeah. Yep. And it's something that I struggle with. And I'm like, it's only going to get worse. So I got to figure out something now. To try to try to combat that, right? So, I was I like audiobooks are my thing. I enjoy them. If I'm not listening to a real estate specific podcast, I'm listening to a book that someone recommends from a podcast like that. So I don't know. I don't remember who said it, but they're like, "There's this book, story worthy, that I it was life changing for me." When someone says life changing, I'm always like, "I'll check it out," right? Because this guy who was talking sounded normal, didn't mm-hmm. sound like a quack was doing a ton of ton of deals but he had a family life so i'm like oh maybe there's something there so it's funny how things like land in your lap Mm -hmm. when you're constantly listening stuff so i started listening to it i'm sitting outside of a listing 
and I'm I'm looking down the barrel at 50 showings in a weekend, right? And I'm like, this just creates kind of like this blur because you're just not back to back to back. Yes, you enjoy the time when you get home, but there's so many things going on that, right? Like, for example, when I put Livy to sleep, I'm back working. So, like, I open the computer at home, get a bunch of stuff done, work till 10, 11, go right to bed. So there's no, like, decompression mm-hmm. other than the gym in the morning, but I'm a freak athlete, so I focus <laughs> on working out. So in this book, this guy tells stories, and he tells them incredibly. He, like, there's some type of competition that is every year. He was, like, a stand-up comedian, but it's also storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love listening to people tell stories. It's like one of my favorite things of all time. I have an uncle. He's amazing at it. I hear the same ones, but every time he tells it, I enjoy it every time. So I like learning about stuff like that. So this book, this guy's won like whatever, 10 world championships and stories. And one of the first thing he starts very high level. One of the first thing he said is like, listen, we all have these amazing stories and memories throughout the day. We're just not looking for them. He's like, people are so preoccupied with their what they're going to do. I thought he was talking to me. I was getting a little upset. I'm like, F you, dude. You don't know me. <laughs> um, you know when you talk to, like, when you hear something yes. through the radio and you're like, they're talking at me. Yep. So he gave an example, and this might hit a home for you, because it involves a dog, and dog's getting older, okay? Yes. Okay. Don't cry. Because <laughs> I almost did, and Petey's young, yeah, and I'm yeah. not an emotional guy at all. Yeah. So he tells a story about how, like, his dog, who's one of his best friends, um, every morning he takes him for a walk, right? And he was getting older and he wasn't going as far. So one random morning, he woke up at like 2 a.m., which he never does, and he like was rubbing his leg and was like, take me out, take me out. So he wakes up pissed off and he's like, it's 2 a.m., it's freezing out. Like, I'm just going to go out in my underwear and walk this dog. Like, I forget the dog's name, terrible. But anyway, walk this dog. Um, and uh, Wild. What? Wild. Did this just happen? Literally. So you're gonna cry. Well, I'm no, gonna no. make Dave cry. But hear me. Right. So the past week, right? He's been waking up two to three a.m. Oh my god. Uh, having to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I don't have to go outside, but I'm in my boxers. I open the door and I'm pissed because it's freezing cold. You're gonna cry. Okay, go. Ahead. So he goes outside and he's walking with the dog and he's like, "I'm in my boxers." Like he gives all the details because he's an unbelievable storyteller. Yeah. But I'm gonna try to do it just. He's like, you know, I go outside my boxers. I'm walking the dog. I just try to bring him to the corner. It's two a.m. I'm like, no one's out, right? And he's like, it's a little cold, and I bring the dog to the corner, and all of a sudden I see like an incredible sunset. Or whatever. So, uh, the moon. Birds were chirping some shit, and he's like, and the sun starts, like, it's early. I'm like, this makes no sense. Mm-hmm. The sky was clear. Like, it was an amazing view. Maybe not a sunrise, but just the, it was like, oh, and so I st- it stopped me in my tracks. And he was like, it was very bizarre. And they looked down at the dog, and the dog always wants to go back. And the dog looked at him like, let's keep going. And he's like, I'm in my boxers. Like, I don't know if I should keep walking, because what if I see someone? So he, like, walks the dog to the end. The dog wants to keep going, so he goes around the corner, and he does a big loop, right? And as he's doing the big loop, it starts to pour rain. And he's like, fucking A, like, this dog just made me go, there. And he's like, I look at the dog, and the dog doesn't like rain or whatever. And he's like, he's having the time of his life. And he's jumping around and, like, looks youthful again, yeah. which reminds me how old he is. So he's like, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, this could be the last time I walk my dog this loop. So he's like, halfway through, I realize, like, this is the moment that I could have my dog and could be the last time ever that I take him out in the middle of the night and I walk him around and I enjoy him, right? So he's like, after I realized that, we took our sweet-ass time. I walked by neighbors, waving to them in my my underwear. He's like, because that moment, he was like, the dog was worth much more in that experience than any frustration I ever had. Mm. And And then he talks about, like, in the future, how he looks back at that moment and he's like, I wouldn't trade that for the world and I almost didn't go out with him. Wow. You know, how soon after did the dog die? Pretty soon. Like it was, you know, but he was like, how does a dog like he's like, he must have known that Mm -hmm. it was like you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one, man. But but point being right, he has a journal and you have a gratitude journal. Yes. His thing is memories. I don't I don't write them down. You know, his I'm not a writer down guy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's just keep it moving. I do write notes down. But his thing was like he's always looking for stories because he feels that stories throughout a day are how you create the memories that last, hmm. right? And if you can tell yourself the story and the narrative, like walking your dog in the rain for the last time, you know, and I know it's probably hidden home with uh, Claudio as well, and I apologize, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good. a very emotional guy. But you create these stories and you log them, and if you can just um, trigger it with, mm-hmm. like, words, 
you know, that's how you look back at your life and really enjoy every day. And he's like, and that's how you stay present is how you, you look for one like impactful story every day. It doesn't have to be a big event. could be yeah. something minuscule, but you appreciate that thing that day. And he, he calls it homework for life. Mm-hmm. He has an Excel doc that he literally every day writes down just like a couple notes. Yep. And then sometimes he practices writing his stories so that he can communicate them to him, uh, communicate them to people. So I started doing it. I call it a memory a day for me. But I just have an Excel doc, and since I listened to the book, I've been doing one a day. And I said to my wife, Dana, um, you know, I started doing this thing, and like, I hate to tell you, but you didn't make the cut yesterday. (laughs) It was me and Libby playing catch. So then it was funny because the following night, we were sitting on the kitchen, uh, the bathroom floor, playing catch while the food was cooking. And uh, Dana sat down, and she's like, I'm making the memory today. And I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. Like, you're getting involved. Um, And ever since I've been doing it, I've been writing stuff down and laughing to myself and looking back at like the past week and remembering the week. Whereas before it was just another day. Mm. So I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So life changing. I think I'll do it. I want to see how long I keep it up. Yep. Um, but there's been a lot of things in the last week that I, I don't know if it's I just notice them now mm-hmm. where you're, you're more aware. You're intentional. I'm present. Right. Yep. And now like certain things don't irritate me as much because I'm like. You know, this could be, Doesn't God matter. forbid I get hit by a car tomorrow. You know, a lot of people say, like, live like it's last day. But by doing that, I'm really, like, writing stuff down and being. So it's like your gratitude thing, but mm-hmm. it's a different style that works for me. Yes, that's beautiful, man. I, I, I love it. Um, Incredible story. I think. Uh, you got to listen to the way he tells it. I tell it. Well, you're, you're a good storyteller, too. But so going back to that uh, facts, facts tell, story sell, like, that. that's a huge Definitely concept. Um storytelling is is one of the best skills in the world that reminded me of when i was sitting at a meeting with with my my mom at an at, it was an aa event right and the book's called story worthy story worthy. wanted to give it a yeah shout no it's out. Go ahead. definitely sitting with my mom at aa and it's something similar that reminded me of this and this woman she started speaking and i wasn't really listening not really paying attention whatever and then she started speaking on this concept of like a, a her version of a gratitude journal and it, it basically what it was is it another version of that and it was called a message in a bottle mm, and for cool. every single year she basically because she was an alcoholic she would take an empty alcohol bottle and she would write down one memory so she can remember the day because she was drunk yeah right put it in and then at the end of the year thinking that somebody else would find it because she was going to die from this disease. Jesus. Right? And she's been doing it for like the past 10 years and she has like her alcohol bottles. Now she still uses an alcohol bottle. She's sober, but she dumps the alcohol and still uses the bottles. And she's been doing it for like 10 to 12 years. Um, But, you know, she was crying when she was telling the story because she's like, I started this because I didn't remember my life. And every year that I would, you know, kind of reread these back, um, it was a moment for her because at first she was breaking the bottle to then read, read about it. it. And oh, then Jesus. she figured she was sober now for, for a while. Um, and then she said, you know what? I'm not going to read them right now. You know, I'm going to wait a long time to read them. And she has like, you know, 10 to 15 of these bottles. But it's very similar Sick. to to that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, beautiful. Very I love cool. it. I, I just found myself like not remembering things. Yeah. I got worried. Oh, absolutely. I, I like started freaking out. I was like, oh, this yep. isn't good. Uh, Karina and I talk about that a lot, man. You know, I think just the day to day pressure is just for everybody is just yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and you see it now that we're, you know, in this adult phase, uh, especially as parents now, you know, our parents were always overwhelmed. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I really I really they get actually it. played it a lot better than I do. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Now looking back, I know. Or maybe we didn't notice when you're younger. That's but the, it's funny because now knowing and I'm being like conscious of that and intentful. Intentful is that word? Um, like, for example, Livy has her uh, second um, swim meet today. Swim meet. Swim meet. Swim uh, lesson. Swim lesson. Swim meet. Well, yep. us Pirellis, right? We we compete. So if she's right. in there, it's a swim meet. No, the other kid was at <laughs> The kid. Um, but, uh, Is she liking the, the lesson? She loved it. I was, sent, she's, I was getting videos because I was at work. And then I remembered, I'm like, I do real estate, so I can make that stuff. Mm-hmm. So next week, I'm there. That's awesome. Like, Isn't that up by me? Yeah. So it I'm going to drive down. But if I know ahead of time and I'm conscious of it, I'll plan around it. I'll get everything done still. I just have to be smart about my time. So I make, I'm like, this is great timing because I might have not done it mm-hmm. because I wasn't conscious. Like, that's a memory I'll never forget. Yes. So. Um, to that, to that same point, I have to be intentional with when I'm at work, right? Because I can get tied up so quickly and then that could be another 45 minutes. Whereas now I literally have to say, guys, 
I apologize. I got to get home. Yep. Yep. I got to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought me back to a, a thought as you were saying that um, for whatever reason, CV and I had a conversation like, how do you instill um, a, a, a habit consistency into your child? And uh, you know, you really don't kind of, you, you don't know. Uh, but I've been watching Karina. She's um, she's in uh, Callie's in dance, so she has a recital in June. So cute, by the way. Right? Those <laughs> so, pictures when yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. She sucks it all up. Um, so Karina actually started practicing with her every <laughs> single day. She's for gonna ten be a, minutes. Hey, oh, what is it and called? It, a mom? Uh, yes, uh, she was saying it. A um. Stage mom. Stage mom. Yes, yes. So she was doing that. And she's like, Callie, come on. Yeah, come yeah. on. You're only at minute six. You're only at minute six. Come on. Come on. And they're fun. The cutest dance moves. It's an old school song that they're dancing to. They're doing like twirls. They got to stand in a spot. They're pointing like this. Uh, but I think through repetition, right? Going back to that conversation you and I had, I think it's small things like that that Callie's going to be like, oh, wow. Like it's my, I have to do this. If you every work day. at it, yes, you get better. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And enjoying the process along the way. Ironically, to turn it to like a process oriented thing, most people, this is most people, I'm not going to say everybody. If I told you, Mike, I need you to bake a cake for tomorrow, no, what's, what's no, your first thought? No problem. I'll go buy one. <laughs> but what, what do you think of Let's the- go. That was good. That was, that was good. Excuse me. I thought you were giving me uh, Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what, um, what do you, what, what's the first thing you think of? If I were to say like, all right, bake- I honest, 100%, I honestly was like, where can I pick up a cake? Okay. That, that's me. That's good. But, but that's fine. CV, what about you? How big? Uh, I'm. That was, there's my, no right my, or wrong that'd answer. Be my first thought, like how big? Okay. Cake. For me, I have, I would go research it and figure out how to do it. No, no, no. If I just ask, no, like, like your thought, like, like if I said, CV, can you make can you bake a cake what tomorrow? Cake? What pops into your head? Do you really want to taste the cake that I'm going to make? I don't know how to bake. <laughs> okay. All right, <laughs> like Justin. That. What about you? Good. No, I think to be honest, I think my first thought would be, what flavor? Right. Like what kind of what kind of cake? Yeah, right. Yeah, so these are all good good answers. And the point of this is that for like for me the first thing that i think about is like okay well, is it yeah it's chocolate cake mm. right so i'm looking at the end result all of us you were already buying the cake <laughs> you were what was it what, what did you say basically about you like i don't it. know how to yeah, bake yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it, there's there was some you want to taste it but you jumped to the end yeah. right you, you're jumping to the end you said what flavor right so we're already kind of yeah anticipating that and there's no, uh, not no, but most people, like all of us, we didn't stop for once to think like, okay, like, you know, this is going to be a process-oriented thing to get to the result. And in life, like- well, So take, what's the right answer? There is no right answer. Is the right answer, what's it for? What's it for? Yeah, it could be. It could be. But there's no, there's no right answer, but a process-oriented person in terms of enjoying the process might be like, well, you know, there's a lot of steps involved. But that that cake at the end is going to be a phenomenal cake because yeah. I'm going to put a lot of work in. Yeah, you know, I so gotcha. you get what I mean. Like Karina was like, well, the first thing I'm thinking about is a mess. I'm like, okay, you know, like you're, while you're baking, it's a mess, but it's negative. We're thinking of a, it's it's a negative thing because we're not enjoying the process. Yeah, small example of you know how we typically think on a day to day. Just interesting to see people's response to it. Um, so it's it almost becomes like like a fitness thing, right? Ten percent. I'm sure you've done it. I do it. Instead of Temper, I've not done ten percent. <laughs> no, no, no. He's throwing a lot of digs. I'm saying episode. your ten percent goal. I'm gonna put you in a headlock. <laughs> your ten percent. Don't let me goal, lock you up. The first thing you do, honestly, is probably like, damn, how, how am I gonna look at ten percent? Right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna look diced at ten percent. I do say that. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we skip over the whole entire process to get there. The journey. Right. Speed of journey. Exactly. Cool. Um, so that that's really what what it's about. And finding ways to enjoy the actual process is a very hard thing to do. It's life, though. It is life. life. But I also think and the word failure doesn't come a lot in my vocabulary, but I do think you have to experience some sort of failure to then realize like, OK, this is a process based thing. Like I've we spoke many times on businesses that I failed, a beard oil company, a hat company. I was already thinking about how I could sell a million dollars versus trying to build each and day. build and build, right? Like we've done with No Snooze Podcast now. Yep. Now we like the progression, right? The concept of daily progress is a fun thing. Yes, we might not be the biggest podcast in the world, but as long as we put an episode out and somebody listens to it, we're making progress. Mm-hmm. We put out an episode and we got a listener, right? So we're doing things along the way. Do, do, you, do you get frustrated? Of course, there's downfalls and all that stuff. In your life, nothing that you've gotten at the end Right. Was really worth it without the entire process, because if everything is just given to you, you have, you don't really develop that that sense of appreciation. Does, it, does all that make sense? I know I threw a lot at Incredible. you. Incredible. I couldn't agree more. 
the uh, so for uh, to for the professional side, right? Mm-hmm. Real estate. Yep. A lot of times you get a deal and you think, all right, we're closing. What's the commission, right? It's it's staying focused on just step by step. Something comes up with contract. Iron out that one detail. Yes. Iron out this next detail. Focus on the showing. All right. We have deals. I still should show it because I got to practice my craft. I got to enjoy showing to people. Yes, these people are paying the ass, but you got to answer their questions because those questions you might use for the next showing. Yes. So I've really enjoyed embracing like in the past. I might be like, I don't want to show it. It's weird. We have a deal. Whereas now I'm like, God forbid that deal falls through. I need to go get another offer out of mm. someone. So it's just trying to like, I'm trying to squeeze every opportunity out of everything. And like my time has become very, uh, like in the past, I'd be like, all right, well, I have 45 minutes. Let me just go early and sit in the parking lot and like listen to something. Whereas now I'm like, I'm going to get to the office. I'm going to knock out 45 minutes worth of work because I know that if I don't do it now, I'm going to have to do it later. Mm. And I'm going to knock that out and I'm going to go here. And uh, the the uh, enjoying kind of the process of milking things and getting the juice out of stuff has been really enjoyable um, and kind of pushing that envelope. Yes. Uh, but the, for real estate, it's very important to be in the process and not worry about the end result because you really can't control the end result. There's so many variables that go into a deal mm-hmm. that it's like all you can do is control what you can control and whatever happens, happens. But you have to be able to look at your client, yourself at the end of the day, said, I did everything throughout the process to hopefully make it successful. And if it didn't, it's how the cookie crumbles. We'll get someone else type of thing. Mm. Um, so it's been it's been good timing. Because it's been if I, I w- if I had my old mindset going into this year, I would have burnt out already, like already burnt out. And I think that that's what happens to a lot of us. Yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of individuals. And but but now when you're on this, you know, success journey, whatever that looks like for you, they you just become busier and busier and busier. You got to find ways to be productive. Um, when we were, you know, first. Uh, talking about this concept, I immediately, you know me, I go to a process, right? So I'm like, okay, what's the most important thing for me to actually enjoy this process? And I've really become obsessed with my preparation for for things in in general, right? Everything that I do, and I'll I'll have a couple uh, examples to where I'm in the process of, you know, certain things that I'll, I'll get very specific on. But the first thing that I have to be obsessed with is my preparation, right? Because if I'm not obsessed with the preparation and the idea of performing excellently is that a word excellently sounds good to me performing to an excellent standard you're asking me you hear my english (laughs) it's a problem um the second thing and this is you know this is a a david goggins mindset for sure but it's doing things in an doing things in an uncommon way right but david goggins he would say and you you said life-changing before because i believe his book can't hurt me was a life-changing event for me um he said i want to be uncommon amongst uncommon people right so he's basically becoming the best of the best i want to do common things in an uncommon way right so i want to be my consistency is uncommon my discipline is uncommon i do everything else that everybody else does but the way that i perform it in my head if i'm working towards a goal it has to be in an uncommon way i have to do things better than other people mm-hmm. right and then the uh the third thing is just embracing the suck right i've learned along the way many times the the recent uh job experience for me did i like it in the moment no but did it feel so much better along when i finally received that job to look back and say, yeah, you know what? I worked my ass off for that. You know, all the sleepless nights, the stress, the anxiety it put on my marriage, um, the the interviews, the searches, all of that makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. And you have to find some sort of motivation. Life is meant to be enjoyed, right? And I think too often we look towards the end goal of immediate success, the get rich scheme quick, which is great if it works for you. I love that in the beginning. If, <laughs> if you couldn't tell... Based on my yep, my fitness journey, I'm a very get rich yep. quick scheme guy. Reformed in mm-hmm. the real estate world, not in the fitness world. <laughs> no, I get I get you, but but the truth is, if you become too attached to the outcome, it removes us from that present moment. Yeah, right. Um, and I'll walk you right into a couple basic things that I'm sure are very similar to you. Uh, but my journey to eight percent body fat, right? Like you got down to eight percent? No, no, no. My journey. Oh, I, oh. I have to enjoy that process. These are these are processes that i'm in the middle of right now i was about to be like already dude? already You're a <laughs> no 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 um business yeah right we're currently in the process of rebuilding our community we failed two years in a row on revenue goals 
So now we have to find ways to rebuild and offer new programs and services. Can't happen for a third year. So that's a business process that I'm involved in right now. This is an interesting one. Faith is a big one for me. Right. And, and this can get a lot of foo-foo um, response from it. But I don't know where I really stand from a faith standpoint. Right. I have my relationship with the big man, the guy upstairs. Um, I, gratitude has taken me, you know, a couple of years, but I've really grasped that concept. I want to evolve that. Right. So one of the things I just did and, and I'm leaning more into Christianity for whatever reason, like Christian versus Catholicism, which was pretty typical growing up. Um, I just like the value system. So I really literally just ordered a book on the basics and the fundamentals of Christianity. Nice. That the next step to that is now me reading the Bible. But I and it's sixteen hundred pages. You know, it's going to take Dave an audio book. It's going to take me a long time. Think about that. Sixteen hundred pages is going to take Dave a long. I don't know time, what that math is, but a, a long time to read. But it's just he something might have that, a second coming. It's just something that I'm I'm excited about. Yeah. You know, so I'm starting with a little foundation, but now the process to get there, I'm sure as I'm reading this Bible, I'm going to be like, what the hell? It's not making sense. But I think looking back, I'm going to be like, wow, like I strategically planned for this process to enjoy this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, financially, I think, um, you know, we're in a place right now to where what? 160 That's days. A long time, dude. <laughs> that is a long time for one book um, financially. Right. Yeah. I, I think um, the the journey, the journey to the next <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking that was easy, man. That was easy. Our math this episode. I'm and a math guy, too. I'm a numbers guy. I'm going to take you right to finances. Give but me finances. The journey to the next asset, right? Yeah. Whenever yeah. whenever it comes, I, I've said, you know, five to every five to seven years, I want to attain an asset. But the process along the way of me pulling out, which is something I do biweekly, two times a month, I take 15% and I invest it into my portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, so now looking at that, we're, we're making progress towards it. There's a process involved. It's not just looking at the... Sorry. Looking at the end goal, and my suit is so tight when I'm yeah, it is. jumping there. My my body so fat shoulders. must be getting must be getting low. Um, you know, the outcome is great, but it's the day to day and the bi weekly pullout of that fifteen percent yep. that I'm excited about. On the finance and real estate note, a yep. lot of people look to the next investment versus maximizing the current investment. Yes. Which you can a lot of times make more money by maximizing than adding another one. Mm -hmm. I had a great conversation with um one of my mentors, Kevin Cook, who I've mentioned a bunch of times. And, you know, he's like, I can see you're getting itchy. Like, you're getting itchy, you're getting itchy, which is great. But he's like, just make an extra payment I'm into your mortgage. Itchy. Tell him no, no, no. But he's like, look at him, and be like, I'm always it. And he, listen, he's done very well financially in his, you know, in his investment portfolio. Um, you know, I had this. Sorry, this is kind of side topic, kind of similar. I've had this um, change in change in mindset, right? Like, I just got to a point where I'm like, no one's gonna expect what I expect of myself. So as much as I enjoy mentors and stuff, I take it all with a grain of salt and I don't yep. listen to anyone, which is That's not, good, though. That's okay. But it's so like you Kevin, can, you're get, Kevin, for example, right? You're getting experience. Though. If he told me slow down, I would do the opposite because I'm speed like, up. I, you're comfortable. What if you like where he's at in his life? I'd still because I know you, you know telling you when you're in my position wouldn't said that. Wait, what? I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. He wasn't saying slow down. What he was saying was. Exactly to your point. Oh. Maximize your current. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Maximize yeah, yeah. your current versus just jumping to the next one. He's like, the next one is great, but what can you do right now to maximize your two properties? But my point, too, is like when people tell you stuff, I'm not saying yep. people are malicious <clears throat> by any means, but all the input from everyone else is not what you're, you're always going to want more for yourself than what everyone thinks you're capable of. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So the CV got the cameras wrong? Okay. Yeah. All right. I so, didn't know. I, I was just making sure. Yeah. When you're so the realization is like heard something, so I didn't know. Good? Yeah. The realization's like as much as I enjoy compliments, uh, feedback, all that stuff. That's all great. I mm -hmm. take it with a grain of salt. It doesn't matter. I'm doing what I'm doing, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, but I'm not slowing down. Like you can tell me what you think. If I'm gonna burn out, and you say this, you say that. You're not. You don't know what I'm trying to achieve. So like, thanks, but. No, thanks. Yeah, like, thanks, but you're not influencing how I operate, mm -hmm. which in the past, I've been like, I've internalized some of that stuff and let it affect me, whereas now it's like, oh, you get some type of praise for anything, right? Followers, no snooze, you know, the the all that. It's like, yeah, it's great, and I'm not saying don't appreciate it or enjoy it and take the compliment, but you have to, in your head, know, like, that's great, but that's not even where close where I'm going. Correct. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. 
we're going to get to levels and even with investment properties, everyone's like, slow down. You have two. Like, why do you need three? Mm -hmm. Which is contradictory to what I just said. But it's not like this isn't the story. Like, we're just getting warmed up, baby. That's what I want to tell people. Just get warmed I'm up. I'm just clapping the backboard on my layup We're line. just getting warmed it's up. Just, it's just easy, Just It's easy, Just I'm just clapping And this the might backboard. not age well. I hope it does age well for us. <laughs> but that thought process of like, thank you, I appreciate it, but like, keeping to yourself and be like we're just getting warmed up yep. has been something i think about and then the, being undeniable where like no matter what happens if you don't get the deal or do it you weren't good enough that's it no ifs no if, no oh the market's been bad today covid's flaring up this other property came on the market you weren't good enough mm -hmm. that's it get better it makes it so cut and dry where i there's no air for me to be like it's just like all right get back to your shit there's only one reaction I love I love the the word that you you just said undeniable um, undeniable right because something I've thought about and this is it, it's good as a uh, you know kudos to yourself but when things happen for you and I I want to look back and be like it was undeniable you know my my consistency my discipline the structure that I've built in my life is undeniable yeah right yeah. so obviously it's going to come at some point yeah and I've been I, I've been I, what's the word though that I've been thinking about um, it's not undeniable. It's body, like uh, um, body fat percentage. Uh, I forget. I forget. Uh, Miguel. I don't know. I, I, but anyway, so slipping me. But the the undeniable thought, undisputed is good, undisputed. but it wasn't that either. But it's um, there is a thought in my head. I've never been the guy ever in anything, and I'm like, I, I am the think guy. I can be the guy. You in are a the guy. certain. I'm not yet. I think I could be the guy and the best at something. Within real estate, I don't know what yet, what it's actually going to end up being, but I'm getting like um, flashes of like, I could, it, this is like, I have a skill set that's very difficult where I'm very analytical, but creative. And I do a lot of stuff that a lot of people can't do both, not to sound arrogant, mm -hmm. but I'm like, this is my avenue where I can be the guy at some point. So I, I'm excited about that versus like I've played basketball and be like i'm not the guy like as good as i get i'm never gonna be the guy right like lifting weights i enjoy it i'm never gonna be the guy in like yeah, body wise me neither. you know what i mean you know, yeah I, I you know you. what i'm saying yes. like i'm never gonna be, i feel the same i'm industry. never gonna be a writer and the guy that everyone's like that guy's an unbelievable writer right. you know what i mean yep. so there's certain things i'm realistic about but with real estate for some reason in my head i'm just like i could be that guy where people are like that's the real estate guy, which I've enjoyed embracing, mm -hmm. but I don't want to slow up because I'm like a lot of people. Once you get like once you get in the league, you get fat and happy sometimes. And I'm not even in the league; I'm in high school still. But I feel like this is where you could lay off the gas, but you can't. Now, does that mindset take away from you enjoying the actual process at all? No, because I'm balancing. I'm not tied to the results anymore, which I enjoy results. But I'm not tied to them. I know if I'm doing a great job because my clients are happy. It's a it's a non tangible goal that I can tell if a deal goes through if these people are ecstatic, and it doesn't always work that way. But if you try to just shoot for that and make it a great experience, it means you did everything else right. Right? Like you got them a good number. You did this. You did that. You were very. It it's a different change of mindset, and I'm not losing the goal of you know, uh, selling a certain volume and all that stuff. But I'm focusing more at the end of the day at that last experience and being like, I knocked out of the park. There's no debate that they weren't happy with what happened. I love what you're saying. And it's definitely a switch for you. Big switch. Because, you know, you went through a, a life changing experience with this with this book, even that's keeping you um, focused on the day to day service which is different to hear from mike Pirelli. i don't know if you're, you're catching on to that cv right But everything else comes right like, i get I it i still love but, that stuff but you but have I, said in the past which is good this is beautiful vanity I love metrics i'm getting away from vanity metrics which you have said in the past i want yeah, you know, like no, no. i know i get you but the the dollar was the biggest thing for you still it's still there of but course, it's secondary it's a, to I, the the experience because I, I feel like i love it the experience everything follows that and if I'm knocking the, the experience out of the park and I'm doing everything the day to day, that comes. So it's like it's coming. I'm in a place where it's starting to roll in. But this is the important thing because that creates more of that. And at the end of the day, that's why I enjoy. Like I enjoy 
that process and delivering a good service. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that real estate's my thing that I enjoy working on as well. And of course, you're going to get more money from providing an excellent level of service. You would hope to yeah, individuals in the long term. In the long term, that compound of the experience of others and your relationships and will benefit you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I do have a very brief story. We have a podcast. It's called um, Interrupting. That's what we do. So I have a very, I have a, <laughs> yeah, no, very brief story. Um, embrace it. You talked about embracing the the process, the yep. suck you mm -hmm. used. So I have a, it's very short, but it basically a scenario where I laughed it off and I'm getting better at laughing things off and being like, all right, well, I can't fix this in the moment, but I'll fix it in the future. So we shot our second episode of Burgers and Bentleys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we go into their dealership, which is, it's not stuffy. Like it's uh, very comfortable. Like I wouldn't know. I've never been in a Bentley I mean, yeah, dealership. Yeah, rare times I'm in there, right? <laughs> so it's a dealership, but it's a lot of high-end clients, right? It's very formal. My guy, Nick, is uh, he's formal, but he's a little more lax like I am. Um, but every time we go in, like clearly we're distracting people because we're shooting this video <laughs> and like we're cracking up. We're having a good time. And then everyone I mean, they're great. Don't get me wrong. But they're all in their office on the phones, like doing actual work. Right. So I'm always conscious going in, like, let's not piss people off because I want to be let back in here. Right. And I want them to be like, they have a client. Like, this kid's not a clown. He's professional. <laughs> that being said, we uh, build a car, which is sick. Like, we build it on this virtual thing. And he has the same one ready that he unveils. So that, like, it acts as if, like, we build our Bentley and then and it's there for it. us to ride. Yep. So in the next episode, that'll happen. So uh, this kid, Nick, the best, but he had a cover for the car. And he was ripping it off. And he kept ripping it off, right? Um, and I have an assistant slash like helps with social media. Uh, this girl Ashley, she's the best. She's us at twenty seven though, so she's all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Ash, we're in Bentley. Stay professional. Like she's <laughs> yeah. like this car is fucking insane. Like the <laughs> yeah. best though. So she's like starting to touch the car and stuff, and I'm like, Ash, don't break anything. <laughs> like I'm a nervous wreck because I'm like, again, I don't want them to kick us out, right? So. Come to find out, I'm talking to um, Nick, and he's like, yeah, someone basically broke one of the cars earlier today, like a piece of it. So, like, everyone's a little tense. Okay. So he says that. So, I'm even more so like, guys, we can't, guys, F we can't ruin this. Yep. He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to the other building to put the cover back that I used to pull off. So, he walks out of the building. Ash sees the opportunity. She walks over. She's, like, looking through the window. Mm -hmm. And I look, like, she looks like she's about to open the door. Alarm, goes alarm, <laughs> dude! Loudest Loud. alarm I've ever heard <laughs> on a car. It sounds louder than my parents' alarm in their house. Oh wow! I look in, all these dudes' faces go white, and they look so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm standing there like this. I don't react. I'm like, oh my god! I quickly get my camera out and I start videoing Ashley because I realize, like, I think she did it. <laughs> She's like doing this, and she just goes like this. Dude comes out. Looks like he's going to murder all of us. He's like, w walks to the place, gets the extra key, and turns it off. Maybe 20 seconds. Oh, so that's right? a long time. Everyone pissed. Everyone's doors closed. I'm like, listen, uh, this thing's temperamental, huh? Like, yeah. jokes? <laughs> not not landing at oh, all. Making him more mad. So, and Nick walks back in, not knowing what happened. And uh, we're like, dude, we just set the alarm off. Like, Ashley just hit the, the door. She's like, I didn't touch the door. And I was like, she... Just touched the door, probably. And Nick's like, oh, shit, I hit the panic button. Uh, <laughs> Ashley's like, I told you I didn't touch that. That's I was hilarious. dying. I was that like, this is, is hilarious. <laughs> but that was the memory that I put good. for that day. And I was like, this scenario, I was mortified. Yeah. But it was so funny, and I enjoyed it while it was happening. Yes. Even Like, you embrace that stuff. <laughs> I was, like, cracking up because I'm like, that would... That's going to be a story I'll always tell, and we, awesome. we may never be let back in. <laughs> <laughs> they might be like, listen, you got to come in off hours. Yeah. Sorry, Ash. Yeah. Listen, I know Mike's a stubborn guy, so once he thought that it was you, yeah. it was over. I was convinced it was <laughs> Yeah, her. yeah, of course. Because literally, she was on the other side, and her hands were there. And she was like, I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Which is sign one, someone touched Some, it. Right. Yeah. That's good, man. That was awesome. Oh, man. Um, I have a... Uh, so I guess the the final thing, really, uh, before we get into my favorite section, is the process of us being, you know, husbands and, and fathers. 
this yeah. process, right, is something that we we have to focus on enjoying along the way. Our daughters are already 18 plus months, which is crazy. You know, families will be growing. Um, it, it's just a, it, it's an incredible thing to watch, but you can so quickly get lost in all of the extracurricular things that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. I loved today's conversation, man. It was good. It's something we're both dealing with. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Being conscious. Um, so this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dime, dime. Can we upgrade the quarters at some to point? Quarter, yeah. Um, this is a side note. Have you guys had this Waterloo before? So shout out Trader Joe's, right? One of our- uh, I thought you were drinking uh, Spike Seltzer <laughs> this whole time. No. Um, yeah, Waterloo is basically Trader Joe's version of a sparkling seltzer. Are you a Trader Joe's fan? Uh, I do a lot of business with them. So I can't talk candy. Yeah, they're, they're like one of our biggest supporters. They I donate to I the food pantry. It. They're good, good. All people. I can say is just because it's vegan doesn't mean there's not 20 grams of sugar in it. That's true. But they're genius because they basically took like Oreos Branded. and they made their own like Trader Jorios, Inc- for example. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, well, incredible you know I mean? branders. Yeah. Incredible. Um, so this dime of the week is actually a little, I guess a little little story. So it could be Dave's dictionary. Nice. I don't know. Um, Dabo Sweeney. You know who he is? Uh, first, uh, is it Dabo or Dabo? Dabo. Okay. Is it? Dabo. I don't know. It is Dabo. Okay. Um, Clemson football, right? He's been the head coach. He's got a phenomenal story. Dude was, uh, he actually was a walk-on at like Alabama Ended up coaching as an assistant at Alabama, and then ironically ended up at Clemson. Yeah. Right, uh, became the head coach at 38 years old, it's, it's, which yeah. is like wild. The the president at the time or the AD at the time gave him like a seven week trial to say, "Listen, we're firing the head coach for seven weeks, though. You're not the interim head coach; you're the head coach, right? So do your thing. I'll I, support anything you want." Wow. So he goes through the whole story, and then basically he he has this. Um, this mindset, and it's called the the windshield mindset. And one of the habits that he's created for the players, every single day when they walk into their uh, playroom, right, which is not the locker room, but they review plays, so there's a screen there. He's got a picture of a massive windshield, right, and then a picture of a very small rearview mirror. And the concept is basically like a car, right? We drive oh. and... Don't we drive good. and we are looking forward through the big windshield. If we were driving and we were focusing in the rearview mirror looking behind us, we would end up crashing, ah. right? So he said, every single day you come in, your dreams are so much greater than your memories. Everything in life is about looking forward versus looking behind you. You basically destroyed my whole concept this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not at I all. Know, I'm just kidding. But but hilarious though. It is. But he um I mean the <laughs> way the way that he breaks it down. No, because you could you I know, do the I'm opposite kidding, to kidding, that. But yes. Um it, it was just a, a beautiful day. And he said it's every day. Mm-hmm. He said, because every single day, even if we have a shit day, the next thing tomorrow, right, is about walking in that room, seeing that windshield, and it's like, what's next? What's next? You're not focusing on the bad things that happened in your past. What do the kids say? That hits? Is that what the kids say? That hits? That That's hits. dope. That's dope. That was good. I don't, I don't want to follow that up. You ruined my segment, which is <laughs> well, fine. That was great. Why, that was why, a great send-off. Why? 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 No, because mine's going to be something stupid, like three words. And, <laughs> Just you know? do it. No. <laughs> Success isn't a mistake, you know? That's Walk us through it, man. No, but that was beautiful. That was the story <laughs> and everything. Let's keep with that. You, you know mine. We're going to send it off here. If you've okay. made it to the end of the show, uh, congratulations. One of the few. We usually don't this get you This is probably one way. of our shorter ones. Shorter one. Definitely uh, is. Like, subscribe, <laughs> follow. Uh, YouTube. We got to get YouTube pumping. All right. That's my fault. I'll take the blame. Uh, did anyone reach out about the clothing? Yes. We did. Three, three individuals. Got to get back to them. Um, we'll see if anything comes of it. Tell them they need to style the fits and send us photos like yeah. a catwalk. There was a lot of people that were playing around, but then there was three serious people that were like, no, I'm actually interested. Uh, so we'll check it out, man. So no snooshop.com. Kanye didn't hit us up yet? Nah, nah, nah. All right. All right. Yeah, he hit us <laughs> up. Um, yeah, no snooshop.com. Love you all. Anyone else going to do the uh, log or whatever? What log? Uh, yeah, I think I might. Memory of day, it's called. I might go into the uh, the message in a bottle. 
just start sending bottles everywhere. I, I'm not I'm not into technology like that enough that I would want to put it into an yeah, Excel. Yeah, you're old school, huh? Yeah, I love writing things down, so I might have to uh, have to do that. It's I'll funny too because if you look at it, no one will have any idea what it means. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like words. And um, no, thank you guys for for joining us. Another good one in the books. We'll be back next week. So until next time, stop snoozing, get up, and get after it. That's right. I think for the send off, you should break an egg every time. <laughs> right to the camera. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.